0: Let's discuss some stock picks with the team at TipRanks. Julie Gillespie is head of market research at TipRanks. Julie, you got three companies that seemingly are very different from one another, Plug Power, Visa, and Micron. Do they share anything in common, or do they just show up as good companies that you want to buy?
1: I mean, they all come in with a strong buy consensus from the analysts, and we were looking to bring in a variety of sectors and different type of companies today. So not necessarily a ton in common beyond that, but some picks that analysts are feeling positive about for this next year.
0: How do you guys assess uh, the changing uh, analyst views on companies when we've had some of these big drawdowns what i've noticed is a lot of analysts will stay bullish and then they'll cut their price targets down from like 20 or 30 percent where they were how does that factor into the analysis
1: yeah that definitely affects our overall price target there So they might still have those buy ratings, but feeling a little more conservative, especially with some companies' guidance in earnings lately, some uncertainties in the future. So we have seen a lot that are pulling back in price targets, but still optimistic. So they still give it that buy rating, but maybe not expecting quite explosive growth for the next year.
0: Plug power is an interesting example because uh, of uh, the three here really beat up over the last six months, down 37% on the year. But it was down a lot more before its last earnings, which uh, kind of coincided with the bottom. Is that a coincidence? Did analysts like what they saw in the report?
1: Yeah, I think Plug Power is an interesting one. We are down about 70% from highs back in 2020, 2021. And they did take a big dip when they reported those of uh, wider than expected loss in the last earnings. But I think we are finding a bottom here. I think what analysts got really excited about in recent weeks was their big order for that one gigawatt uh, hydrogen electrolyzer. So they're starting to see more growth momentum for the company moving forward. And I think we're nearing that bottom where we might start to see this turnaround.
0: Uh, Morgan Stanley, uh, thinks that, uh, this estimate, this order that you're talking about here is going to be pretty uh, revenue positive, uh, for these companies. They've still got a pretty long path to, uh, earnings positivity though, right? I mean, still losing money every quarter.
1: Yes, so they still are losing money. This is a relatively new growth company, so not a big surprise there, but they have big goals. Like you said, this project, they're expecting it to bring 500 million in revenue by the time it's delivered in 2024. And outside of that, the company's planning on doubling their revenue every year now for the foreseeable future. So they have some big goals here as far as reducing costs, increasing that operating margin. And I think we'll see them turn to profitability here within the next couple of years.
0: Okay, Uh, so the analysts' price target's 95%. I guess that's why Andy Marsh, the CEO, was so sanguine last time he was on our show. He was all smiles (laughs) and good spirits despite the stock getting killed. Uh, So, wow, that's a pretty big expectation from analysts that they're looking for this thing to double. What about Micron? Uh, That's one on the tech side that as generally kind of a a backseater to like NVIDIA, AMD, but then when things do get rough out there, it kind of outperforms. It's uh, I guess a little bit of a sleepier uh, chip play. What are your analysts uh, saying there?
1: Yeah, so another strong buy rating for them, um, giving them an upside potential of about 53% from current prices. And it might not be the big name you see in the headlines for semiconductors. Often, they are fourth largest in the semiconductor marketplace in terms of revenue. And this company has a wide range of products. They're known for their quality, and they've been in this industry for a very long time.
0: Okay. Micron chart. Looks pretty decent. I've been hanging out here at the 52-week lows, trying to uh, bottom out and turn around. Last one on your mind, Julie, is Visa. Everybody who's trying to figure out the status of the consumer, and uh, I guess this is as good of a place to look as any.
1: Yeah, Visa um, I love during these uncertain times because they seem to be, dare I say it, a little recession-proof. No matter what's happening as far as these macroeconomic headwinds, Visa kind of withstands a lot of them, and they've been doing that lately. And even with a bit of inflation recession happening, consumers still need to spend. And Visa has almost a monopoly in this area. They have the largest market share by far and are just a really strong player in that sense. And they have like a 97% operating margin, which is pretty impressive.
0: Okay. Uh, Analysts are looking for what? Uh, They're not thinking Visa is going to double like plug power.
1: No, they're a little less beaten down this year. So, a little less upside. I think it's about 27% right now that they're predicting. So, still solid growth. And just given the fact that it hasn't been hit quite as hard as some of these other higher growth tech companies so far this year.
0: All right. Visa kind of sharing that uh, multi touch support level down near the 52 week lows. Uh, combine that with a little mm-hmm. analyst bullishness. And I mean, we got a recipe here. Thanks, Julie, for putting them on our radar. I appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: You got it. Billy Glossby is the head of market research at Tip Ranks.